Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right. Hey, y'all. It's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, I am John Hall. And who the hell else is here? Brian fucking Cass. Up, Brian? <laughs> yeah, buddy. You let him in. Um, <laughs> so could be a shirt. Could be a, Cass. could be a shirt idea. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> of, of the joke we created last week. That's right. Yeah, that um, wasn't on air. Yeah. So our guest today is you guys. It's a letter episode. So just like this show is brought to you by you, thank you, Patreons. This show is guested by you for you with letters. Um, the last time we did a letter episode, all I did was blow smoke up John's ass about whatever. So I think we should jump right all into a letter. Thank you very much. Yeah. I should. So, but I do. I do want to digress already, even though I just said it. So I just had a a. In between the two shows, I got a text that is cracking me up because it's a smart friend, an old friend, and a good friend. And I get that, one, he has a young daughter, and two, knows I own a brewery. But he just pitched me on a Thin Mint Girl Scout cookie stout. Which you know, we've all been doing this long enough to know is it's such an obvious idea. And you know that people are like, look what I thought of, as if it was their first time ever. Yeah. But as I thought that thought, I was like, this motherfucker's just trying to sell 500 boxes of cookies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I know a Daisy Troop uh, in New Jersey that uh, is happy to take your cookie money. Is that right? It's uh, hilarious. Me. Yesterday. You guys with daughters. You guys with daughters. Like, but I've never had it as an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Right, I've always had it as that guy who likes to send me semi-racist names as things I should name my beer after, and I'm like, okay, weirdo. It's probably not what the what yep. the Girl Scouts want to be aligned with, but, but yeah, you know what I mean. But this one was, hey, how about a Thin Mint? And my first thing was like, oh, look how cute you are. Stouts taste like chocolate. You got a mouthful of cookies, yeah. and then I was like, wait, this motherfucker's trying to offload cookies on me. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that that's ambitious. No, yesterday. We were out uh, on the main street in town, uh, hustling cookies with all the, all the, all the little kids. I, uh, I, I donned a cookie costume because I'm a, I'm a dad who cares. Which cookie were and, you, a Samoa? Uh, no, I was the shortbread, which was they've wow. renamed it. It's now that's, that's a microaggression. <laughs> yeah, short people got no reason. That's yeah, it's fine. Well, the Samoas was already taken. So um also a microaggression, by the way. Uh yeah. Um also the best cookie that they have. But it's um uh yeah, it's a weird little it it, it it's fascinating. I mean, it's good, it's teaching them people skills and entrepreneurship and counting money and and you know things like that. But it is it's big business for the Girl Scouts and they have um, some of the, the other parents went to like cookie camp where you learn about everything and all of the ins and outs and the do's and don'ts. And I mean, it's, it's a pretty, pretty professional operation for pushing, uh, uh, thin mints, but and in, so, inflation, inflation costs on the cookies. What, what's a box going for? These, so these, it, it these rose this year. It's now $5 and 50 cents a box. That's and actually not, pretty cheap. And well, Cass, Cass, that's great. Cause I put you it. down for 12 boxes. And so. not, one of the, not one of those cookies has an egg in it. Um, uh, there are some made in a shared nut facility, and there is a one gluten-free option that is a chocolate chip cookie. Certified. And I am I am astounded with myself that I know all of this. Just you went. It sounds like you went to cookie mind. camp. If 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 not, to I've get talked people. to the parents who have gone to cookie camp. Um, but it's fun. The girls were excited yesterday, and uh, uh. people people get excited about these cookies, and it's. 
You know, I mean, I remember growing up having, uh, you know, like my sister, I don't think ever sold like when, when, when we were around, but, um, we would always have thin mints in the house at this time of year. And my dad would put them in the freezer, you know, and you get like ice, you know, ice cold thin mints out. And that's, that's nice. When I eat a York peppermint patty, um, (laughs) you want, you want the creamy filling. I just want the crunch. That's right. And the thing about thin mints is you could eat six at a time, right? So it's it's yeah. definitely when when you say these words, you're saying I'm hearing, yep, this is the entire problem with America. We associate seasons with sugar. Yeah, well, but, um, it's one of the things we've had the conversation thin mint about. Is popular not because it's the best cookie. It's the most like you can eat a sleeve of thin mints and feel like you've only had two cookies. People, well, I could I could I could eat an entire box of Samoas without even thinking about it, and then. <laughs> Um, what I and then I go for another one. Like we're not going to keep cookies in the house because what I think I remember liking about the Samoas was you could eat them the way you eat like a Twix or a Kit Kat, where there was a a bit of like stuff on top of a cookie you could separate from that cookie. You know what I mean? And just I, no, that's the no, that's the peanut no, that's the peanut butter ones where you could take the mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, separate mm-hmm. the peanut butter from the cookie. No, the Samoas yep. they have like a thin layer. That's all toasted. Speaking of shared facility. Speaking of shared enough facility, they also have bean cookies, apparently, if you're talking about peanut butter. Bean cookies? But, um, yeah, peanuts aren't nuts. They're beans. Okay, Everybody well, knows that. It's a legume. Come on. Well, dude. They have, Jesus, fuck. Uh, anyway, there's online-only cookies. There's, I mean, it's, 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 it's like so a big business. So they're cutting your daughter out? What's that? Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. You can order them the through players? us, and it goes towards her count. But uh, but you, they they ship directly to your house they you can't buy them for on the street distribution it's mail only wow. mail order only cookies wow. so, so there, there's know. like a, there's like a dark web of girl scout cookies there's there's some sort of cabal with the usps by the way i hate all this can you can you tell me did anybody that go to public to cookie school yeah learn where this fucking money goes like are there scholarships is there yeah, is there there's, some inner there's, city thing where girls are getting patch bands for free through these cookie sales or is this there, just no there there are indoctrination of children and there the... are philanthropic endeavors that that exist um and what are this. they um i i don't have it in front of me right now but i know it exists yeah you know my ass uh, anyway i feel i feel like you know the these organizations can get a bad rap for certain things but i think that they're also like i said i i'm i'm happy that uh my kiddo is is learning they're you know, pushing sugar on children and, through children sure. she, she's learning how to sell molly in high school you know what the better thing is though is what? like i i appreciate the cookies whereas the boy scouts tried to do a couple years ago popcorn and that stuff is just inedible you know my brother was a was a boy scout he got to eagle scout and all that and like wow. every year we'd have um he's the achiever in the family i mean i was gonna say with you guys he's he's a lawyer um well he's a lawyer because being a didn't an eagle scout get him in a rutgers or whatever i thought he i thought the reason he he became an eagle scout was because you get you can walk right into harvard if you're an eagle scout uh it's basically your doctoral thesis he went to a different school um but yeah, the popcorn, they have like, you know, it's all kettle corn or it's all that pre-pop stuff that comes in tins. So by, by the time you open it, it's stale. Um, you know, it's there like, is a certain there is a certain joy when you're deep in one of those trifold cans where you're yeah. like, the cheddar is good with the caramel. <laughs> <laughs> it helps put your life into perspective. Like you open maybe- you open you open the top of that fucking bucket, and you're like, why the fuck would somebody put butter, cheddar, and caramel in the same thing? And then at the bottom, when the little cardboard separator is lifted and everything's mixed, you're like, maybe it wasn't the worst idea ever. I kind of like cheddar, butter, caramel, popcorn. Yeah. So um, now in the fall, you're going to have all of your friends reaching out to you being like, you ever thought about a cheddar popcorn <laughs> beer? Yeah. <laughs> I have a son well on his way to Eagle Scouts, which I don't know if you know it, but automatically gets you into Harvard. Uh, I don't think that works. I don't think that's, that's what how I that works. Told. Yeah, that's what I was told. Um, all right, so we aren't going to drink blind glasses here because we all have whatever. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little smoke up Kennedy's ass right now. Like when we decided this a while ago, when I was working on mycelium, I reached out to the world's greatest brewer, Jeff Stuffings of Jester King, 
said, hey, dude, talk to me about Spawn. And instead of talking to me about Spawn, because talking to me can be tiring, not Spawn, I'm sorry, his mushroom beer, but he sent a Spawn with it. Um, I'm forgetting the name of his mushroom beer, but I was like, tell me about it. Uh, the, the, the one that has miso blah, blah. in it as well? Yeah. Yeah. He just sent me a, a six pack of them. And I've been aging them and doing what you should with them. And, you know, again, snorkel. It's called snorkel. Snorkel. Thank you. Yeah. Gentleman, it's in the cookbook. Yeah. Gentleman and scholar, fucking genius, nice guy in the world, just sends me a six pack of the beer. So I chilled one of those down to do this episode with. However, on the last episode, we did blind beers from Kennedy. Um, and they were a beer called Oracle and a beer called Dinosmores. Dinosmores. And I enjoyed them so much, I decided to just stick with them through this episode. So I'm just finishing those two cans for my beer drinking today. So if you want my blind notes on them, listen to the Zach of uh, Marlow Brewing episode from last week. And I talked about them there, but I'm I'm loving this Oracle, and I'm just going to keep sipping on it till the sugar gets overpowering, which is happening in the bottom half of the can. But for now, I still love it. And then I'm going to move on to this Sugar Smacks Diggum Treat that is Dinosmores. Yeah. Um. All right. So read a letter. We said we jump right to a letter, and we're 20 minutes into the episode without reading a letter. All right. I'm going to go top to bottom. What's here in the uh the inbox because the last one kind of pertains to a recent event. But um, you know, first one comes from uh, uh, our our other production manager Tim Hitchings. Um, hey Tim. <laughs> hey beer boys. Hello, long time, long time, first time. Ex executive that's, producer that's, Tim that's Hitchings. Tim, that's Tim Hitchings for for all you new listeners out there. Um, hey beer boys, how about a live Jersey sh Jersey City Barcade show, please? That's the letter. So, um. We love this bar, you know. We could that's could we could we still do that? Sure. I feel like we could. Do we still, still have that. that equipment? I thought we threw all that equipment out. No, it's sitting here in my basement. Yeah, the pandemic's over. We can we could totally do that. So. What, yeah, fucking. It's in a, it's in our old Samsonite luggage. Somebody tell Kennedy he agreed to do this and move on. Okay. That's a great idea. Who should we get as a guest? Last time we did it, we had fucking. We, we, Mitch we flew up, right? we flew in yeah. Mitch Steele and yeah. put him up for the night. Patreons. <laughs> I mean, gotta fucking, help us out. Yeah, this is like maybe Jeff Stuffings. That would be amazing. I love yeah, Jeff Stuffings. I don't the think worst, he travels the worst as much part as he about loving Jeff Stuffings is, I think it might be the furthest brewery away from Carton in the lower forty-eight. Like I, I come up with reasons I should go brew with Jeff or hang out with Jeff or do whatever almost weekly, and every time I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, there's no way I'm gonna get this done. Even when we were talking about doing our cheapest flight in America, the closest I could get was Houston. <laughs> yeah, and even then, that's that's and nine and Houston's a, half a full yeah. Houston's a full France away from 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 fucking Austin. Oh yeah. Anyway, God damn it, Texas, why are you so big? Um. Like the least of their problems, but yeah, that's fine. Um, we'll work on that one. Yeah, Tim. we'll work we're, on that. We'll, I would. We'll get I our would heads together to to make it. To that. Yeah, to make it a good time. You know. Yeah, I would love that. That was right. fun, and I remember that night. So we have fun. an anniversary. We have an anniversary coming up, so we should. We should. Yeah, but we know what that. we do on an anniversary. We drive up to fucking New York State. I know, but are you know? Are we going to invite people? With Re remember us this when year? we that's were important? Remember when we were important enough? Jeff O'Neill would come to us. Those days are over. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of Jeff O'Neill, you're drinking your your snorkel. I'm drinking uh, a non-alcoholic brew called Safety Glasses IPA from oh, nice. Industrial Arts. Isn't that good? It really is. It really, really you know is. the best part about this relationship is we now have the same distributor as Jeff up in New York. Finally, after ten years of shedding bad distributors, I'm with what I like, and they also handle Jeff. So every time they come down to Carton to pick up beers, I throw in a case of tasting room only shit for the owner, and he sends me back a case of Jeff's NAs. So I, <laughs> so I get a, we. I'm tra I'm finally trading beer, Cass. I'm finally like you. Good. But I'm trading here shit you're not allowed to sell for. Just please send me more of Jeff's NAs. That's <laughs> what you want. Yeah. So John, are you buying these or or are you? so important in the news field that they're being sent to you uh this particular batch was sent to me uh by mr o'neill uh, and he told me though did he send you the pilsner recently, too oh yeah yeah i have that it's good right well. it's really good uh i'm gonna have that next but uh, he he last time i spoke to him on the phone a couple of weeks ago he told me he's gonna be in whole foods uh with this so every time 
um, uh, I save up about nine paychecks and I can go into the Whole Foods in town. I, I go and uh, I, I, I've been on the lookout for it, but uh, have not yet seen it. But I'll, as uh, a, I, I as would a, buy this beer. Like this is, the, I'm sorry, you can't call it a beer. It's a, it's a brew. I would buy this, right. this beverage, this, this brew. Bevy. As, as a person who does business with Whole Foods, they have, well, you know what? I think it's Austin, Texas, believe it or not. I think we're still on Jester King here, but wherever they're nationally based, whatever. So there's only two Whole Foods in New Jersey with liquor licenses. So we sell beer to both of them. To do that, you need to send your SKUs, you know what I mean? Your whatever, your coders, your scanner yeah. things yeah. to your Texas. Yeah. It takes them like five to six months to get them in to their system to buy it. And once a year, you have to certify all the ingredients in all the products you make for Whole Foods to let them know that you're Whole Foods compliant with their ethos and mission. So which is to make money. So, so I am sure. Yeah. Oh boy. But I, am <laughs> I mean, sure, let's not let's not call it anything else other than what it is. Yeah. Right. But you know what I mean? They're like, you're not allowed to. I can't remember what they are because they're very vague. But it's like, are you sure you're no blah 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 blah? Like, I think it's no GMO, um, stuff like that. But, but you have to if you're if you regularly sell to whole foods you need to do all that for whole foods it's it's not like selling it in a local liquor store gotcha um all right tim hitchings here we come jersey city uh john do you, what so you're sipping on that na beer so i guess i'll talk about oracle again as it as it evolves it's now about an hour old it's been yeah. sitting in an open i have my can. can here yeah and i've just been you pouring yeah. you know i've been pouring like an ounce or two into my my fancy black glass I, I still like this beer. I still can't believe it's a fucking lager, but but I I love the way it drinks. Yeah, yeah. It really just strikes me as a. So we now know it's a what did they call it? A German lager. German land, land beer. beer lager. Yeah, but it's it's it drinks to me like like it's it's like they let like I said in the last show it's like they let a Sierra malt bill get a little sweet because they knew whatever hop they're using would dry it out instead of fruiting it up. But I, I'm, I still like, this is a really fun beer to drink. Nice work team. Yeah. All right. Cast Diddy read another oh. letter. All right. Um, actually I'm going to skip over this one and come back to it, but we got one from our boy, Jason Scofie. Hi, Jason. Um, What's up, Jason Scofie? First time, long time. Kind of addresses it to you, Augie, but, um. Jason Scofie hits good. me I'm going to go for a walk Jason around the block. <laughs> Jason Scofie hey, hits me You don't even need me here. Great. Like, thanks. whatever he wants me for something, he, he, like, it's weird he, to me that he, he sends us, us on Facebook Messenger too, a lot. He hits us on Facebook. He hits me on my own Facebook Messenger next to that. And he hits me on my own texts when he's in town. Oh. Like Scofie, so I don't know why the... he, I wonder how he discerns which things are for the air and which things are just. He's doing know, like woof shit from about... the office where it's one question that shows up on 90 devices. Yeah. No, because they're all different. Unless, unless when Cass reads this, it's the one I caught last week. But go on, Cass, read well, it, you... and then I'll tell you what he asked me on the side last week. All right. Well, thoughts by Augie, question mark. Is this what the state needs? Question mark, or is this a pipe dream? He's referring to um, a link that was put on, you know, oh, uh, RNJ yeah. beer about Murphy. Um, you know, I'll just you know read read the tweet here. It's all it's also time to remove outdated licensing and operating restrictions on our craft breweries, distilleries, and wineries as people across the, our country flock to New Jersey to enjoy one of the best and most diverse restaurant scenes of any state. So looks like our our dear governor would like to change things you know for the better here um and obviously i think we all have the same thought the answer is fucking yes why can't we do everything else like our neighboring states and have have kind of a different scene going on I, here i say next week we just turn the show over to wells augie and i can take a week off and wells can just do his wells thing and right, tell just, everybody about this. but but i can tell you the my answer um so the problem here is that's actually a wrench in the works that's a bad thing um, for small breweries. Now, he says things in that statement that are true, and I think we've talked about them on the show enough. I won't describe them again. But there's a fucking problem. And the problem is our current liquor license system, 
I'm talking about as a citizen of New Jersey, not as a small brewer. Our current liquor license system actually keeps our restaurants completely non-diverse. There's only a couple business models that work in a really bad, high markup food world to afford the liquor license you need to open a restaurant. So no matter what you think you're trying to open, you end up becoming a Miller Lite and Wings place and all your diversity is gone. And maybe our governor really is as dumb as people say and he doesn't know how to eat. But the fact that you grill your wings instead of frying them is not a different cuisine. Um, so no, we don't have the most diverse food culture in America and we should. We can't because of our liquor licenses. He does say something in there that touches on what's real and he claims it'll bring a billion dollars into the system. And the biggest flaw in our system as a citizen is it is a tax on business creation that does not benefit the tax base. So if what he wants to do is rewrite all the liquor laws so the millions of dollars people pay to open a liquor license in a town benefits that town, then something good can come of this. However, he's already said we must protect the investments of all the people that bought these licenses coming out of prohibition and keep them as pocket licenses, which is complete bullshit because again every time you invest in anything you are warned that past performance does not guarantee future profits so you don't get a guarantee on an investment anywhere in the world except new jersey liquor licenses so it's not our job to protect them i'd like to find an amicable way to keep small businesses that saved up for liquor licenses from going broke but you don't pretend that's your top priority. Your top priority, if you're a government, is to serve your citizens. And we have a tax on business in New Jersey that does not benefit its citizens. And that must be fixed imperatively. Now, I'll put on my brewer's cap and answer from that position. Because of the completely ridiculous and near criminal activities of the ABC in New Jersey, who decided their job was to blame a statute from 10 years ago for their role to balance the business of liquor licenses versus everybody else, which is not their role. It's never been said. It's not their thing. They got that from the restaurant industry. They literally in the middle of the most important summer of New Jersey history for the hospitality businesses, which we are all in, not just the 6,000 license holders, said, okay, nobody's allowed to do anything because the restaurants have to make money this summer. And they put out a interpretation of the law with 30 rules or so, none of which are backed up by the statute as their interpretation of the statute on July 1st this summer. That was so ridiculous and so dangerous <clears throat> to business that it got the reaction of all of our senators. Right. And they were working to fix that problem. These dumb laws that aren't based on anything and are one man's interpretation of a system. And it's important I say this because nobody seems to get this. If the ABC decides I've broken a rule, they also decide the fine for that rule. They can walk in and say, oh, we feel like you're breaking this rule. You owe us $3,000. And there is no recourse. There is no go to court and get heard. There's no arbitration. There's no, you let, you know, a different person in your office said this was okay and you decided it was wrong. They can just levy these fines. So they just made up new rules. And if we break the rules in their opinion, we pay these fines with no recourse. The Senate was working to fix that. There were five or six bills going in and all that was happening. And this thing for Murphy about fixing the liquor licenses has derailed that. They're now looking at a big unsolvable problem that would take a decade to fix instead of fixing an immediate imperative for one part of that industry that is completely unreasonable. So I don't see this as good at all for small breweries. I see it as kicking the, the can down the road and triple fucking us because we're about to go to another summer where those 40 ridiculous rules will stay in place because now we're trying to fix the biggest problem in the world, which is the first problem I described as a citizen. There's your answer, Jason. I hope it helps. Paul, anything? No. What's the next letter? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't read up enough about this, um, and and that's on me. I've had a, a I've had a long week, and I want to dive into it. And I have some calls out to folks I know in Trenton. Um, 
uh, and I need to focus in on it a little, a, a, a little bit more. As I've, as I've always said, um, it's going to be, nothing is ever going to be fully the way that anybody wants it. But I do think that if there are, you know, ways that brewers can get, um, I don't know, more advocacy. And that comes from, again, you know, folks reaching out to politicians, reaching out to, you know, the the, the so-called elected uh, uh, decision makers. They're elected, I, I, but, you know, whether or not they make decisions is a whole other thing. Um, you know, to actually show how important, you know, breweries are because the restaurant lobby is very strong in the state. Uh, they're going to try to squeeze whatever they can um, out of it. And, you know, brewers have long been on the short end of the stick and, that needs to change, and it seems like there's at least a window now to 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 bring some of that along. So, yeah. All anyway, right, all right, all right. Well, I'd like to highlight the beer that I'm drinking. Uh, Please, given that yeah, you guys were, were were snacking on a nice imperial stout, I went to my fridge to grab a a beer I've been holding on since before the holidays uh, from my friends at Imprint Beer out in Pennsylvania, a little bourbon barrel aged stout with some banana oatmeal muffins in it. Um, quite decadent, if I do say so myself. It's sticky and sweet, and just exactly how I want to kick the day off 13%. <laughs> Holy shit. You're ABD. lucky tomorrow's a day off. It's not a day off. I got it work for a lot of people. I got work tomorrow. Um, but yeah, oh, shout out sorry, to Imprint Beer. They make they make I mean they make a lot more than Imperial Stouts over there. Great IPAs, great loggers. Go check them out. Next letter, actually, again, you know, it's our own producer, Tim Hitchens. Again, executive producer out. Tim Hitchens. Executive so when you said producer. we got a lot of letters, you didn't say we got a lot of letters from Tim Hitchens. Well, we got Tim. two. <laughs> two. Two of the four from Tim. And you know, <laughs> hey, he's he's entitled. Um, are you going to do more in-person shows in the future? I find that the sound quality of Augie's horrible AirPods can destroy the vibe on some shows. At least get Augie to not buy a tank of gas or two for his carton orange Porsche and spend it on a professional setup like John's. I was like, well, John's setup is is the setup, and we just haven't just, had a Just live to be show. clear, hold on, hold on, Tim Hitchings. Couple mistakes here. One, they're not AirPods, they're some gaming headset by somebody I don't know. Two, I spent the money on the setup john hall is using that's my money buddy just because we keep it in john's basement doesn't make it not my money uh three which carton orange porsche um Jesus. four four i can't this is how we do it um yeah i think we'll i know i haven't together. seen you in person in a while but what do you have a fleet now good lord you know i have two i got the boxster and the mccann I, I i did not know that yeah i've always had two um but uh, but anyway, um, yeah, yes, no, so, yeah, we would so, like to. So we'd love to get together, but not for audio quality, just because it's fun to look John in the eyes and sip a tasty bevy. I think we'll, there's. Um, we'll find some local folks to to get with. We'll we'll definitely get yeah. something on. Augie owes me some emails, we and then we're, we'll we'll be able to announce some in person shows uh, yeah. where we have the guests right in front of us, where we can gaze into their eyes and make them. We up. still do them every now and then. They haven't completely gone away. Yeah, we did some down at your place recently. Yeah, November. every time I get older, we do them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, we have some. We have a a, a few. Yeah. I'm such a child. Yeah. I'm such a child. I yeah, get to are. celebrate my birthday with a cake and candles. Um. Anyway, I mean, I'll save you some Thin Mints for next year if you want. I'm not paying for them though. Um, <laughs> That's not how this works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do all that. And he's the funny part to go back to my rant of just a second ago is even if John gave me that suitcase full of the equipment I paid for, I wouldn't know how to use it. So no matter what, you're going to hear me. <laughs> it, would on just, it would just go to your basement as yeah. opposed to, yeah, to sitting like, in a corner. Like, of I'm super happy with plugging this thing in and oh you got and saying, do you guys hear me getting a yes and moving on? Yeah. Um, all right. So we got one more, but yeah. All right. Let's, let's do it. Do, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's get into it since, you know, one of our hosts here is probably Let him in. More, more. Actually, no, I think we have two, actually. Hold on one second. Um, oh, God. Well, I'm just, where is it? Oh, yeah. Steal this beer question part due from Niles. Um, Kennedy, my man, I came across this on eBay and just had to ask, what is the story behind this? 
naturally i bought it so for context this email that we you know, got you know this is, is, this is an audio only podcast yeah, so. I was yeah. Say. well we'll we'll put Can it up we'll, we'll put this picture up at? we Can will put this picture up when we launch this episode but all right um this is when augie somehow got a baseball card and had to sign them and somehow they made it on ebay and niles yeah. has bought one yeah uh, no i shipped it to him what is the story behind you getting your own baseball card augie <laughs> Um, um so Alan, I've made, I've made about 19 cents off of selling those on eBay. It's been great. Oh, so there, there was them. a point where they were trading for 10 bucks each. Really? Yeah, I when ha- they first came out. I now actually have like a whole bunch. Each. Yeah, I have a whole bunch in my uh I don't even have one my desk drawer right now. So I I'm actually honored. Cass, I'll by sell that. you one for 10 bucks. I'm honored by that. I'm if you read the back of it, John, if you read the back <laughs> no, of it, it's, it's, it's a, it it's mentions the podcast. It mentions the podcast. I know it's a cool honor. Um so what did you say the name of the company is? It's Guthy Rinker. Allen and Ginter. Allen and Ginter. Uh, was so Guthy Rinker the guys that used to do the, the late night TV shows? Uh, oh, that's a that's a funny fucking Jet X slip. I think I think the name I just said made like a, a pocket fisherman kind of thing and, and it was on late night. Anyway, so Allen and Ginter. So Allen and Ginter is one of the original cigarette card companies that Tops bought. And Tops uses that branding for a set of cards every year that I, I mean, I guess the right word would be influencer, but it's, it's a mix of baseball players and people they think are doing interesting shit in society that year. So over the years, they featured two brewers. I'm super proud. It's me and my hero, Sam Caligione. He was about 10 years before me. Um, and in my box of cards are like a retired Derek Jeter, uh, Post Malone, um, what's his name? Schwartz, the comedian who was on like The Office. He's the the brother promoter on The Office. I'm forgetting his first name, but he's a great improv comedian who has a thing on Netflix called Middle Fitch and Schwartz. You should definitely watch those if you haven't. Um, but it's just personality cards and they're just, Hey, what is it? So they, it's really neat. It's an honor that they pay you, right? Their tops are good at their business. So they buy your image. Um, what's funny. If you have that card, that red t-shirt I'm in is my don't believe everything you think t-shirt. And it's a picture my wife took of me. Uh, cause Lauren's a pro photographer. So I was like, ha ha ha, I'll sneak this in. And they just erase the words off the t-shirt when they put it on the card. <laughs> so not, nothing there. But yeah, so what was that? Five years ago? Six years ago? That card, yeah. what does it say? It says 2019, which I don't know. I feel like you would have so been I guess a better company. Only, only four 20, years ago? The 2022 class features an Italian sub card. I feel like you would have been a better company with this that one. Would have been, next, that would have been next, right up my speed. Next but to a pork I, roll, but, egg, and cheese. But being a Jersey guy, I would call it a number one sub. Um, not an Italian sub, because that's a microaggression against Italians. Um but uh, but yeah, so so that was that at the time. And since then, they've done. I was kind of pissed because having that honor cost me the the dubious honor of being in the pack of garbage pail kids cards they did for Brewers, which Strum Diddy got one of. So yeah, I was I, I like I said, Those are I great. think I think if I was gonna redo history, I would be the garbage pail kid, and Strumkey would appear next to Post Malone because of his mad DJ chops. But like I said, those things are uh, you don't you don't you don't judge that. You don't say, hey, no, I don't want to do this because someday you might do a garbage belt kids brewer series. But but hopefully I'll get one of those, too. But, yeah, that was that was super cool. But, yeah, that's what that is. And like I said, the, the thing about tops, you guys think hype breweries are good at what they do with their fucking limited releases and stuff. Get you some Tops. baseball cards. Tops yeah, no, has they've... a crazy ass fucking system where they showed up. So so in that card, I assume you're looking at the kind of white baseball card shaped card with my picture on it. Yes. You're like in front of some like the Matterhorn or something like that. It's in the background. So so that image <laughs> is on all the cards, but they do various types of cards, right? So there's the white one, then there's the black one, and there's less black ones and white ones. And then there's the small cigarette sized ones that the that this company Gintner was originally. And then there's a black with silver and a black with gold. They show up to your house with 
four pens, red, blue, black, and whatever, gold and silver, and you sign 50 of the white card, 25 of the black card, five of the gold card, two of the whatever card, and then they shuffle them into the packs. So like, depending on which one you have, the, the amount that are out there. And then of course, cause I'm me, I snuck three orange Sharpie signed ones into the mix. So you can get those out of the pack. However, if you mail those cards to the brewery, which people do all the time, I just sign them in an orange marker anyway. So I've like total Augie class. I've torpedoed my own hidden value. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's that. That's everything. How, I know how about often that are card. you getting cards or how often did you get cards? When they first came out, I'd get like 20, 30 cards a month. Um, I just got an envelope with three of them last week, but it's now like a once a month thing where I have to sit down and sign cards and send them out. But those collectors like that, that is a like that is a niche you and I don't really understand. But no. there's things with it. There's a, for some reason, every now and then they send like a note card. They want me to sign with the card i'm signing i guess to validate it or something i, I don't oh, okay. really understand it all um but and there's definitely there's funny ones where it's like a form letter written on like a 1960s typewriter from a sick kid and i'm like dude you're just asking for my autograph like you don't need to lie right yeah you, you know that every person that's ever showed up on a tops card has gotten this with a little t-pex white out over the name and they just type augie over jeter and mail it out but um i'm literally getting tops ads on my instagram feed right now they are that's fucking they are so good at what they do dude they are so good at what they do it's unbelievable how good they are at that shit yeah if you're if you're a small fledgling brewery trying to figure out how to make yourself other half you should hire tops marketers we should put out Um, some tops cards you can make your own um, at, with the tops logo on it <laughs> well no like you like they it's for like we're gonna you know, have like if we had, course and I, if we had theft and the steal this beer yeah. little league team like the whole team each player could get their own card wait didn't somebody do that wasn't that like a big fucking thing where didn't fucking treehouse just did something with trading treehouse cards. made their own trading cards right but it wasn't through tops but they made their huh. own right <laughs> what is it a set of four how, how is the I think they find a steal this beer trading card set would be a set of four. I think they might have no, put a hop on it. No, we could find we could find oh, a lot well, of wait, wait. Tim Hitchings would obviously get a well. He's a the card. coach. He'd, he'd give with us the 20, most stats. He would get one with yeah, the he most would get, stats. He would get a card. That's what we should get do. We card. should make cards black, with everybody's the untapped the stats. The black. You know that untapped thing at the end of the year where they're like, "Here's what you did." No. And like John would have zeros in every stat category. Yeah, pretty much. I'd probably have like four, and then. Tim Hendricks would be like 7,932 hits, 58 home runs. <laughs> all right, we'll Cass, look, we'll, if, you we'll find, if you find a company, all right, we're going to put this no, on you. This no, is your assignment. No, you're going to undermine the value of my super hot tradable card. We can. We'll, we'll, we'll put them in with the merch that people buy. 20 card <laughs> packs are just $9.99 in future oh, well, official dude. tops card specs. 16 stock. If you want that, they gave Gibson me. in five days. They gave me a box of those white cards. I have like 200 of them. If you want to just throw those in with the stickers, I'll give you some Augie cards. You too can have Augie. Yeah, we oh can. We'll God. get, we're going to get official steal this beer trading cards. That's awesome. This, it, this is our year. This is our year. This is the year. Four, Justin, four Augies are worth one cast. We're going to make cast the super rare card. Cass to is find. The super rare card. We made three cast cards, one with a mustache. <laughs> as long as my card's worth twenty dollars, that's what we. Well, speaking, speaking speaking of being of. speaking of being famous, that brings us to our last letter. Uh, from our, here we our, go, our dear friend Jason Scofie. I mean, it, the world was lit on fire this week uh, due to some hatchet wielding uh, Netflix documentary. Um, smash, it, Kennedy, smash, my man, smash, Kennedy, my man. Is it true that John made it into a Netflix series before Augie did? If so, <gasps> what are the details? What are the details to how this occurred? We also got some messages through our Instagram and stuff. Everybody, oh, really? all our fans are beyond excited to to see on the big I'm screen. I'm not on our hall. Instagram. Yeah, um, we have no. an Instagram. Yeah, only, only I handle it. <laughs> Good yeah. job, buddy. I had the password for a while, and then I changed phones and just didn't uh, uh, didn't keep up with it. But um, we'll, we'll get you back on the wagon. 
perfect. Um, yeah, I'm I'm featured in what is currently the number one downloaded show on Netflix right now. Um, it as is, it should be as it should be. So it's this 2013. There's this guy named uh, Caleb McGilvery who went by Kai, who made it onto a local television station in California for. Uh, helping and rescuing two women who were being attacked. Well, for beating a, a man with a hatchet. Yeah, but he 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 was doing it to help, uh, ostensibly. So, um, eh, that's that's the story at the time. That's that's uh, you know I wasn't involved in that case. Um, but he 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 only in California. They're like, hey, this guy beat a man with a hatchet. What a hero! Within an inch of his life. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that is he, not the treatment Bernie gets got in New York. He gave this interview and he talked about smashing this guy, and it got remixed and turned into a song. It was uh the gregory brothers who did all of those uh those viral videos of the early uh early 2010s and so he uh somehow made it to new jersey where uh he met up with an attorney uh a, a much older guy uh, attorney in clark new jersey uh went back to his house and uh at some point went went to this guy's house twice and at some point um brutally murdered him uh in his house and there's there's a whole bunch of uh, it, it, it's an interesting documentary to watch for the, for the facts of the case. But how I got involved was I had a, a very brief professional part of my life where I worked for a prosecutor's office here in Jersey. So after I left uh, newspapers and right before I went to uh, All About Beer the first time, uh, I was the you know the communications director for a prosecutor's office. So I'd coordinate with media and. Uh, do all of all of that stuff. And it's not something that I talked a lot about at the time. Um, I was going to uh, say, it's about a year before this show starts. And yeah, this is the first time it's come up on the show. Yeah, you could. Well, I mean, my role was to, you know, make sure that the office was out there, not me. And so right. and I was happy to not be on that side of the camera for 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 these things. But, um, you know, I, I was involved in that case and the coordination of the you know the outreach and everything and so the the this film crew called me last summer and said you know would you want to come and talk about this so i dusted off some notes and put on a bow tie and went to elizabeth new jersey so that actually house. you know what's funny is the <laughs> only the only burning question augie carton has on that whole documentary mm-hmm. was is this current footage of hall or old footage of hall and was he the bow tie guy while he was at the prosecutor i was office? not the bow tie so guy. you've well, already I, I answered my question yeah you've already answered my most important question like because i of course when this all happened i immediately watched it and i remember that story at the time because yeah. Believe it or not, a lot of what you do on Wall Street is watch YouTube. So I fucking was fully aware of Kai when it happened. You know, and Cass, you'll get this, but he kind of reminds me of Freshie, right? Um, <laughs> so Shout at the time, Fresh. so at the time, it was like, wait, why is Freshie hitchhiking in California? And then all this shit happened. So I was super focused on all this, but I had no idea you had any role in that hall. So oh, yeah. this shit broke. But nothing's better than the fact that, and this is what pisses me off. So when this all happens, the first way we become aware of it is Kennedy sends us a don't drink beer meme with Hall in it. And I am like, yes, the feud is raging. What the fuck is this? I love when these guys fight. But it's not even that. But the worst part is I don't have Twitter, right? Because fuck Elon Musk. So as far as I can tell, Alex only shared it on Twitter. So I've only seen it on that link Kennedy sent. I've been waiting for it to show up on Instagram just to share my delight I, I don't, about I it. I don't think it needs to go on there. But yeah, that's fine. It's I mean, so here, good. Here, here's the thing that, so I, that, that I... In it, John? Yeah. In it, John? I don't know if you understand that meme. In it, you're the guy snitching at Hill Farmstead. Okay. that's. I love that. It's a good meme. It's super tight. Cool. Like It's, it's super niche market craft beer shit, but it's a good meme. Okay. Um, the thing that I will say, and, 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 and I mean this, I know it's, it's, it's weird. It's fun to, to see me up there. Um, I, I don't want people to lose the fact, uh, lose sight of the fact that a guy died, that there, that there is a, a murder that, you know, a, a guy who, you know, why ever they got together, uh, is sort of irrelevant. Nobody deserves to die that way. And, um, there's a lot of lives that were impacted by this. So like it, it is, it's cool to be involved in this. It was, it was, you know, like, um, 
you know, nice to see the office get, you know, the props for, for, for a great investigation and tracking this guy down and, and, and making the arrest and, you know, successful prosecution. But like, you know, I, I, a man did die and lives were really ruined and impacted by this. So I just, you know, not to be too much of a downer, but I don't want to lose the sight of that amid, you know, the jokes and frivolity of seeing yeah, on Netflix, like, you know, like well, I'm, it's actually, I'm there it's for funny. like the worst possible circumstances. Right. But it's funny. The, the neighbor, like, like, but I guess people are often close with their neighbors, but if you do watch the documentary, the, the neighbor is greatly impacted by this. Like he's super sad. Sure. And, well, I mean, they found, and, you know, they, they, found they definitely did a job of, of, you know, representing yeah. that in the doc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what it's, it's so for me, it's a real funny slice of that weird YouTube fame when that was still new, right? This all happens in the mid aughts. Yeah. Uh, 2013. Um, so it was, okay. I mean, literally weeks before I left to go to all about, right. Uh, but, uh, you, but you know what I mean? Like, 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 the remixing you remember those certain things sure like hide your the, kids uh, hide your wife and yeah. yeah yeah the 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 you know double rainbow guy yeah yeah the double rainbow guy but what's his uh who's the guy that had the show um who's the guy that had the show on mtv where he'd watch these videos and make rob deerdick ridiculousness no definitely not that that wow is that a generational change um you're Pretty talking about the on. guy who watches people hit themselves in the nuts with skateboards i'm talking about the kind of sardonic young comedian who would make fun of these people and do tosh interviews. tosh point oh there that's you go comedy that's Central. much later though all right that's actually before no tosh you know? definitely covered this guy okay I don't know. What was, what was, what was strange, me of that weird though. time where we were aware of local California news because somebody yeah. did an audio remix of a segment of YouTube. Well, so what was bizarre about it, and they cut this sort of out of the uh, of the documentary because you know I was interviewed for you know hours and hours, and they used about forty five seconds worth of stuff, which is par for the course. Um, I was in one of the meetings where. You know, right after they found this guy's name and we're, we're tracking and, you know, we're calling out to, to Fresno PD and, uh, you know, trying to trying to track some stuff down. And they're like, when, when they did type the name in, it's like all that came back for Kai was this hitchhiker thing. And I'm like, I've seen that video like that doesn't track. <laughs> and then we all watch the video again and we're like watching him as he's talking about bludgeoning a guy with a hatchet. And we we're looking at these, you know, crime scene photos. And it's like, holy shit, maybe like, you know, like once you do <laughs> the facts of the case and once you've seen the, seen the crime scene photos and you're now watching this, what was this video that was made for like entertainment purposes again, after a guy was attacked, you're starting to see him in a whole new light and it really became okay. Like maybe we have a whole new ball game here. And you know, what was bizarre, you know, with that job, I would always have, you know, I talked to the, to the ledger and to channel four and channel seven and stuff like that. Um, but all of a sudden now I have like entertainment tonight calling and, you know, you have, you know, producers from the Jimmy Kimmel show who are desperately trying to distance themselves, uh, you know, fr from their being <laughs> from like, making can, can, that guy famous. Is there, is there, is there any information that you can share with, you know, that kind of thing, but I'm getting, you know, people magazine and all of these, you know, celebrity, uh, 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 publications, you know, reaching out because this guy had viral video fame. It was 15 minutes, 15 minutes was, of fame. It was, it was a really bizarre experience from, from, from start to finish, but yeah, it's, there's also the, the fun, weird moment in the documentary that I love where, you know, as much as we get kind of, you know, place centric here on the East coast and see the world in our ways, Every now and then you're forced to remember that a lot of California isn't LA or San Francisco or San Diego and that there's a whole bunch of like farm community sections of California and you have this local cop being interviewed and he's like, and a guy called me up with a crazy accent. Like, yeah, the crazy yes, East Coast Jersey. accent. Yeah. Yes, Jersey. Yes, yeah, from us. Detective <laughs> Dean Mark Antonio. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mr. But Italian, I love, I love Mr. Italian American the, the 2013 himself. Cop, yeah, the local California cop, his, his first words are like, 
And this guy calls me up with this crazy New York accent. Like, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a pretty good laugh out loud. Uh, yeah, it made uh, me super moment. happy. Yeah. And All then, right, of course, so they cut to Dean. That. Yeah, who? Yeah, who has a good accent? Who has, has a good yeah, accent? He, definitely, yeah, he's he's a proud Jersey he's, boy. He's he's definitely said "use" once in his life, um, and he de- he definitely yeah, can't leave. He definitely singular seen things. I seen that. I seen that. Yeah. Um, I seen that. Um, all right, y'all. So fun little letter episode. Good to catch up, boys. Thanks for the letters. It sounds like we had five letters from two people. More people Three. should write us letters. Yeah, write, write, um, write us letters. More That's people should beer. write us letters. The letters lead to all this fun shenanigans and hijinks that, that you love so much. Um, Cass, tell them how to give us money and letters. I would like to invite Netflix to email us at stealthisbeerpodcast at gmail.com so we can collect some royalties here for shouting out this documentary. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> What do you mean? Wait a minute. That was all benefit. That my appearance on Netflix. Well, going you get to, to benefit your pockets. Well, well no, you get some of it too. A lot more people are going to hear about your appearance on Netflix on this podcast than your other seventeen podcasts. So. Maybe yeah, Netflix is guaranteed. Aside from Chris Mason that that emailed us, I'm sure there's like ten thousand more people that are now going to go watch this just to get this forty five second glimpse of. The most you should watch person the on our show. I'm going to watch it tonight. I think they, I think they did a a. a, a um an okay job representing the full you know scope of it and sort of talking about you know why do we you know revere people on the internet without knowing them and you know how i don't know it, it, it i think they did a yep. nice job i i like to shout out people i know on the big screen so okay just so you Thanks. know the big screen is not netflix hey, you, yeah you but i'm gonna that. rent out you a movie theater now. yeah <laughs> i'm in Oh, hey, write us letters. We'd like to do more like this. Steal this beer podcast at gmail.com. See what we are drinking on Untapped. Uh, while we'll check in Hall's non alcoholic beer and my bourbon barrel stout. And obviously, Woo! we already checked in Augie's beer. So, Untapped, see what we're drinking over there. Follow us on all the social medias. That's Steal This Beer. Hey, if you don't even want to write us emails, message us through the Fache Libro or Instagram. We'd read Always that fun. and we'd talk about it. So, Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for writing. Done. Done. All right, y'all, get at us. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>